It's the Flyers Forecast with Steve Jacob and Craig Forsyth taking a look at your Flyers week ahead. Hello, people of Philadelphia and wherever the heck else you might be listening to this. Whoever else in the world is interested in Flyers hockey. I don't know why you'd be interested in Flyers hockey, but you are and you're listening to this. This is the Flyers forecast. I am Steve Jaco. This is Craig Forsyth. How are you feeling today, Craig? Oh, I feel great, Steve. Um, uh, I'm loving life. Um, I'm watching the Flyers play hockey. I'm going back and re-watching the Flyers play hockey. A lot of fun hockey going on. It's uh, very enter- entertaining uh, as a Flyers fan. It's always a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling watching them play right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. Uh, getting the results we want. Uh, everything is going. There's not a problem with this team. Uh, you know, everything's good. Pretty, pretty, pretty bad. No, it, it yeah. it's not. Yeah. It has not been the most favorable week for the Flyers. But we are not here to look back. We are here to look ahead because this is, after all, the Flyers forecast. And looking at the week ahead, the Flyers, it doesn't get easier. We'll just say that much. Uh, so the Flyers start yeah. off this week, Monday, against the Vegas Golden Knights, 7 p.m. game on NBCSN Philly and NHL Network. And Vegas, how are they doing so far this year, Craig? Uh, they look pretty damn good uh, in all aspects. Uh, they're middle of the pack in Corsi 4 percentage, but uh, 10th in goals per game, 6th in goals against per game, 5th um, with a, in their, in a, with a 30% power play, 1st with a 94.3 penalty kill percentage. Uh, they are 6-3-0, plus 11 goal differential. All these stats are just obnoxious ways to say they're doing pretty well earlier than the season. And we kind of knew Vegas was going to look like this coming into the year. Might ah, favorites come out of the West? Would you say that one of the favorites come? They're out of one the West. of the favorites. Uh, They're definitely up there, and especially given not a lot of falls with the team, honestly. Given some uh, of the uh, early yeah. season struggles from, like, say, the San Jose Sharks, that certainly cements them further in the favorites column. Yeah, yeah, and considering you know the Sharks needed uh, a little bit of luck to get past them last postseason, uh, it could be you know different story this time around. But this is. Looking at the four games between uh, tomorrow or today when you're listening and Sunday, uh, this is the big test right here. And honestly, I'm, I'm just thinking it's going to be another Edmonton or Dallas game. I don't see how this is going to be the game that turns it around for them. I could see it being one of the, the games against, you know, the game on Thursday, Saturday or Sunday. But this one, uh, I feel like we're just going to be in for more misery. <laughs> honestly, I think it could be another one where they could even outplay Vegas, but Flurry makes a couple big saves. And then it's not just, you know, the Flyers maybe missing rebounds or hitting posts, but the goalie actually robbing them in a game. They outshoot Vegas like 40 to 25 and they lose four to one. So that's the kind of mentality we got going on right now. Uh, Steve, what are you thinking? You feel oh, the same way? You're sounding real optimistic about this. One, yeah, it's, I'm excited for Flyers hockey right now. <laughs> you are ready to fly or die. And it's it's been a lot of death so far. A lot of destruction. A lot of death. It's, it's yeah. not ideal. Now, I'm not feeling great about it. I think one of the biggest questions, though, is who the Flyers face in goal. Not that that really mattered in the previous three games. But is it going to be Flurry or Subban? Because really that that is a, a huge difference right there. Because yeah. Flurry is a legit number one goaltender in the NHL. And Malcolm Subban is a guy who is still trying to kind of find his place in the league. He seems to just kind of be a decent backup, but if I'd much rather face Malcolm Subban here. 
Yeah, I'd rather play Subban too. And he hasn't really uh, he hasn't really gotten his footing in the league yet. I mean, like he's kind of been up and down the entire time he's been in the league. And if Subban plays, the Flyers can Flyers Vegas. They can uh, maybe get outplayed by Vegas, and Carter Hart stands stands on his head a little bit, and then maybe Subban lets in a leaky goal or two, and Vegas may be able to dominate all game, but Subban might be able to give it that soft one or two. But you know, the way that Hart's been playing. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, he hasn't exactly been uh, hard-esque the last couple games. Here, no, though. no. Yeah, that Perry like, backhander was, yeah. Well, tough couple well, of games, uh, and it's not going to get easier facing Mark Stone. Mark Stone having a pretty great year so far. 12 points, 6 goals, 6 assists. <laughs> not great, Bob. Yeah, I haven't even had time to look at how Vegas, like, the players are doing individually, but that I know Mark Stone was off to an obnoxious uh, start, and I, yeah, I... They're already flying, so uh, it could be a real rough game on Monday. But after that, I don't know. I, I think, again, we said this for the last one, or I did at least, where I, I thought they could have they could have extended the winning streak and they should have beaten, you know, the Oilers and Stars, and we saw how that went. But uh, they got three pretty winnable games over the last uh, four days of this week. I yeah, the, the next game is Thursday at Chicago, 8.30 game. NBCSN Philly, uh, Chicago being one of the teams the Flyers have beaten this year, and uh, it, it was a pretty entertaining game. Chicago has not been, I mean, I'm actually not sure where they've really fallen in the standings since they played the uh, Flyers. I have to look this yeah, up. Yeah, they went, uh, they've gone 2 1 and 1 since, but they're, they're still the team that I think most people are expecting them to be. They got an even goal differential, 13th in goals per game. Um, and then 13th in goals against per game with 3.00. They're tied with the Flyers in Dallas. Um, so pretty mediocre, then, just like the Flyers yeah, in Dallas. And, and a mediocre power play as well. And then they're bottom of the league in the penalty kill, which hopefully – and they, they're bottom of the league in terms of driving play. So hopefully there's no reason why the season opener shouldn't happen again, especially if the Flyers suffer another uh, frustrating loss where they pretty much take it to the opponent and they just can't find a way to win. Uh, Chicago would be a prime time for them to prime time. It would be a prime opportunity for them to, you know, keep say pissed off and keep driving play towards an opponent. And then they would finally get rewarded for it because the Hawks kind of suck this year. Um, and maybe the power play can start, can get going again uh, against the Blackhawks too. I'm hoping the Blackhawks game is the turnaround game for whatever the hell we're seeing early in the season. But, you know, I, I said that about the stars game and we saw that one and, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think this is a win now, in my opinion. Okay, so you're counting on a win here. You're thinking the Flyers put together another W, hopefully get back on track starting with this game in Chicago. Yeah, and you gotta you got to figure some of these narratives start to work towards the Flyers' favorite because some of the excuses made for last night were, you know, Dallas is actually a good team. They're off to a horrible start, so they wanted to come out and right the wrongs last night, so that's why they kind of looked how they did to start the game. In theory, the Flyers should start looking like what those that team. They should look like it tonight against the the Golden Knights, but the, the Golden Knights are pretty good. And then that should make it. You know, they're going to go out again against a weak opponent on Thursday, and they should be able to. They should come out flying like they did on the season opener, and they should be able to get the lead early and just hang on to it. I, I don't know. There's no reason they should lose that game in Chicago. Honestly, they they should and- be able to control play and have an edge in special teams and everything. 
Well then, after Chicago, the Flyers come back home to take on the Columbus Blue Jackets on Saturday. That's a 7 p.m. game on NBCSN Philly. And Columbus, I guess it's what's left of the Columbus Blue Jackets after (laughs) basically their entire team abandoned ship last year. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, they're not doing too bad. I don't know, 3-3-2. I mean, when you look at... Their other numbers, they don't look too great, but not not too not too bad so far. Uh, 29th in goals per game, 18th in goals against per game, and then uh, both in the 20s for power play and PK. They are they are driving play pretty well, but I, I feel like that's unfortunately that's the type of team I think they're going to be this year. I think they are going to dominate possession, but I think it might be a, a little bit of a score effects domination in possession, and also I don't really trust Corpus Allo still to to do much there. Um, no, and they're still trying to figure out, is it Corpusalo? I, I forget who the other guy in the competition is, but they're still trying to cement who Bob's successor is in net. Yeah, yeah, and that's going to it's gonna take a little bit of time, and they're trying to do that, you know, with all the talent that left. So uh, this should be, I've, again, they're, they're not good. Like, they're not supposed to be good. So this should be a game at home that, that they win. But, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I think... Oh, now, yeah, let's do the last game, and then we'll talk about uh, managing the goalies. I guess. Yes, and for the last game of the week, the Flyers, in a, a week from when we're recording this, will travel out to the lovely exotic destination of Long Island and take on the New York Islanders <laughs> 7 p.m. on NBCSN Philly. And, you know, an Islanders matchup, you never know what you're going to get out of that, but considering how Barry Trotz has run this team, you're probably not going to see a ton of goals. No. Uh I will say they they uh, they don't have the best penalty kill right now. Penalty kill is kind of struggling, so that could be another game where maybe the Flyers' power play could get going. Maybe see a goal or two. But yeah, besides that, they've been pretty. Um, it's a very Barry Trotz type team. Twenty fourth in goals per game, seventh in goals against per game, uh, and then a pretty good power play. But uh, I, I mean, I've stated a couple times. We've stated how we feel about the Islanders going into this year, and I just don't think. Um, I, I think they're a very beatable team now, too. And I, I, there's no reason why the Flyers should lose this game as well. They should be able to take it to them in terms of driving play. Islanders are 30th in Coys 4 percentage and 29th in expected goals 4 percentage. So with the way the Flyers have been playing as well, this should be a game that we're predicting the Flyers are just going to take it to the Islanders all night. It's, it's whether or not they're going to be Varlamov or not, which they couldn't beat Bishop or Koskinen, so there's no guarantees. And... I'm not going to be able to do a whole season of these types of games. <laughs> I can't do these. Uh... I mean, Bishop Bishop is coming off of a, a fantastic campaign, but I mean, Koskinen is like, what are you guys yeah, doing? Yeah, and like some of the some of that some of the stuff in the Oilers game was I I talked about it on the the line by line thing I did, but just going through the scoring chances in the start of that second period and for them not to score is was insane. And then the Stars game. I I mean they had that whole sequence where Ben Bishop fell down and there was just bodies and just nonsense in the crease and the puck wanted to go in. Like I don't there you can't keep having those sequences without goals. Like they're not gonna go the whole year without that. And I think uh, you know, they're first in the league right now in terms of driving play altogether. Which early on, you know, it's still early, that doesn't exactly mean anything, but it means that they are what you're seeing, you, you know, what your eyes are telling you is is correct. The Flyers are dominating they are getting all the shots they're the puck's always in the offensive zone like they're doing that it, it just hasn't returned in the goals yet which 
No, it hasn't clicked yet, and it's it's extremely frustrating. frustrating to watch as a Flyers fan because you're basically seeing them hit force fields every time yeah. there's an open open net, and it's terrible. It's like it's the terrible. last couple seasons, except they amped it up. It was like because they would have games like that over the last few years where they would consistently outplay a team, but they just couldn't score. And now it's now you're seeing them with new play creation and even more zone time and even more effort to score, and it's it's still not happening. So I. I think it's ultimately going to turn around, and this is just an untimely string of bad luck for a team that didn't want to see this type of bad luck this early on, if that makes sense. Like, this was not what the fan base needed to see were these types of losses early on. But, I mean, this week, honestly, if they go out and they have a couple of those wins against teams like the Blackhawks and Islanders, I'm going to start leaning more towards this is what the team is. Because now this is the makeup of a team like the Hurricanes, you know? Like, this is the team that is able to drive play and limit chances against, but somehow they just can't get a save or put the puck in the back of the net, and it always ends up in them dominating but losing until last year. So, again, very early on, they've only played six games and are on a four-game losing streak, but we'll we'll see what goes on. Uh, who you uh, who, who you yeah. taking on uh, Saturday and Sunday, Steve and Nett? Who do you want hard to play against? I mean, ugh, that's a tough one. I'd probably, I'd probably play Hart against the yeah. Blue Jackets. Go Elliot against the Islanders, and then you have Hart for the. Uh, they play the Penguins yeah, they play early the next Penguins week. Penguins on Tuesday, so they don't have to worry about. Well, I mean, obviously they don't have to worry about a back to back anyway because they don't play three nights in a row. But yeah, they they would get an off day between uh, an off day on Monday. So I yeah I agree with you. I think we're gonna go Hart on Saturday too. Uh, and also, Elliot looked fine on the road against Calgary. And I think, um, like I was just saying, I don't think Elliot should see a lot of work on on Sunday either. So it should be a game where he's not asked to do a lot and uh, kind of holds his own and just helps the Flyers to a win in the, in the, in the, in the second half of back-to-back. Uh, I, I really thought, like, I was kind of wondering if they should play Elliot on Thursday too against the Blackhawks. Just to give, because I, I don't know, Hart looks a little off these last couple games. I don't he know does. if it would be the worst thing to just give him five days off early in the season for, you know, the season's going to start getting pretty congested here. We're talking about four games over the next seven days. Wouldn't it be He can play Monday and Saturday, Elliott plays Thursday and Sunday, and then Hart's back in against the Penguins. That's, that's my thought. I don't know if that's what, what they're going to do. And also, that's a pretty... That's a pretty difficult choice to make, especially if the Flyers lose that Golden Knights game and they're sitting at two, four and one. So I don't know if that would really be the time to use the backup goalie more, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and I don't know. I just hope Carter Hart doesn't lose yeah. confidence early on with all of the stuff. And it's a tough schedule they've played so far. It's not a defense of how they've played, but having a tough schedule. No, it hasn't has made things helped. easier. And I, the only thing that sucks now is they should like the, the whole fatigue argument I was also using as an excuse for the Oilers or the, the stars game. All, all that's out of the way now, but the only problem is now they have to make up for the lost ground. And like those gaps of days where they didn't have games because they were traveling so much, they're going to pay for it and back to backs throughout the season. So, you know, having that nice gap between the, the Blackhawks and Devils game was nice early on, but now they gotta, they got to make up for it over the next couple months. So we might be seeing more of these back-to-backs. We're going to see plenty of these back-to-backs, as you know, coming up. But 
Yep. I think. Uh, what do you? Th- how do you think they do this week, Steve? I'm going to say two two and zero. I mean, I think they'd have to win at least a couple games with they these teams to. on the the docket. But that uh, that Vegas yeah. game is not looking good. Not confident in that. I think they win at least two of these Blackhawks, Blue Jackets, Islanders games. I would at least hope they win at least two of them, and then maybe an OT loss in in one of those. But hopefully, hopefully it's it's all wins. But we'll see. And uh, Craig, my question is, who's your your flyer to watch for the you week? Know who's your guy? I to, didn't think about this really until target? you just said it a second ago. I'm going with JVR though. Uh, I think he's had a lot of chances over the last couple of games. I. I have to go back and watch the Stars game, but I thought first watch through, he was one of the better players on the team. Uh, it, not saying much for that Stars loss, but uh, I think he's been knocking on the door. Maybe not a ton of chances uh, at 5-5 five and five yet, but he's definitely not someone to power play. Uh, I, I think he, once he gets that first goal, I think it might be a uh, kind of like a, the, they just keep coming kind of effect. It'll open the dam. It'll break the dam. It'll open the door. It'll... Uh, It'll grease the wheels. <laughs> He's yeah, gotten his go. chance. The levee's going to break. <laughs> yeah. Keeps yeah, raining, raining, the levee's so going to break. Yeah, the levee will eventually break. There you go. <laughs> burn burn What's their new burn album? Burn is Led Zeppelin burn 5 coming out, or are they still, they're still dicking around? Is that drummer still dead? I think John still Bottom. Dead. All right, well, John Bottom's still dead, but, yes. Okay, whatever. Still dead, yeah, yes. I guess, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> And I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say, watch out for the, the oh, new call, baby, Joel yeah. Farabee, yep. called up to the Flyers. Very excited to see him up here, and I think that's gonna hopefully spark this team, spark this offense. So, uh, you're going JBR, I'm going Farabee. We'll see who comes closer. Uh, who did we guess last week? Don't I think remember. I had Giroux, and you had. There's too much has happened last don't week. Don't even remember. And <laughs> well, guess what? Yeah, it doesn't Everybody matter. Everybody sucked last week. I will say, though, Faraby, I like Faraby, too, because in a way, our picks might actually work each other because uh, you put two of those guys in the third line, they might be able to carry Lawton or whoever hell, whoever the hell else they put down there. So Faraby, I'm excited to see a Faraby. Maybe the Flyers just need to see him score a goal, and they're like, oh, oh, we put it in the net. Okay. Oh, we got it. We were doing the rest right. We just need to put it in the – okay. We got it. Yeah. Maybe we'll see. Oh, wow. All right, well, let's see what Big Al and his crew... Askrew? Askrew. <laughs> we'll see what Elaine Vigneault and his guys do this week. Uh, if you have any feedback, best place for us is on Twitter. You can reach yeah, Craig at And this will be a time to explain all the line-by-line stuff again. I was done. I had all the information and done and ready by Thursday. It came down to organizing it and then also kind of figuring out a way to get it out and actually make it worthwhile for you guys it's taking a bit of time i'm still going to work on some graphs tonight after the eagles game and then it'll be out monday but now that i kind of have a general feel of what i want to do for everything i'm hoping to have the stars and vegas game out by thursday and then hopefully i'll be up to date and then can start you know contributing other ways again so that's what i'm doing that's my whole thing right now uh and that that's it (laughs) that's it yeah that's it. Okay, good to know. You can reach me at Flyperbole or at Bomb, but make it Flyperbole. And speaking of Flyperbole, apologies for not having a Flyperbole out last week. We've just been having every sort of software error, hardware error, you name the problem, it's happening. So I put out a tweet kind of yeah. detailing all the bad luck we've had in the past month. Uh, 
it it just sucks. It's frustrating, but we will definitely get one out this week, no matter what. If yeah, if Craig has to drive down to South Philadelphia <laughs> and tell South Philly Sal to shut up for that, five minutes so we can record, because we had happen. we've had some nights where we go in, we plan the record, and we even record some of an episode, and then programs we've been using consistently for over a year now, two years just decide to crap out on us for no reason so it's just technology being technology we'll we'll figure it out it's just this rough patch right here but we're good we'll we'll get it out one way or another <laughs> yeah, yeah it's <laughs> yeah pretty much that's, that's if you wanted one cartoon sound effect it would be yeah womp womp so <laughs> what's the last time you watched it it's been forever. I I think uh, I caught an episode like four months can't ago. Remember. Can't I remember. Saw, I saw it like four months ago. I feel like Drew just hates doing it now. I feel like he was just dunking on the contestants. He was like, nah, whatever. And just didn't give a shit. Like he started off saying like, this is going to be a lot of fun. And then turned Yeah, he thought it was going to be a lot of fun. Oh, then he lost a lot of weight. Mistake. Now he can go do other stuff. Now he's like, oh, I'm fucking stuck here because I used to be fat. And that's, that's kind of like the way it's... Yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels like he wants to get out of it, but he doesn't know what he should do. So, good luck, Drew. Yeah, good luck. but that's uh, that's Flyers forecast. Trapped. Talking about that's Flyers forecast for you. So that's your Flyers week ahead, and be sure to check out the uh, BSH brief and all the good stuff we're working on uh, BSH radio, and of course, fly hyperbole. So, gang, thank you for listening, and until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and. Good hockey.